0: Hey, this is Lauren Hargrove, co-pastor of Grave Top Church with the Revive Moms podcast. I hope this message makes a difference in your life and truly revives your soul. Enjoy. The title of today's message is Don't Panic. Don't panic. And I usually start off with the question, but I'm going to start off with um, a verse, a couple of verses where this message was really birthed and where God really spoke to my heart. Again, I pray that it speaks to you. And so in Deuteronomy twenty one through 4, it says, When you go out to fight your enemies and you face horses and chariots and an army greater than your own, do not be afraid. The Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt is with you. When you prepare for battle, the priest must come forward to speak to the troops and he will say to them, listen to me all of you men of Israel do not be afraid as you go out to fight your enemies today do not lose heart or panic or tremble before them for the Lord your God is going with you he will fight for you against your enemies and he will give you victory I mean that just started off with a bang that that verse is so powerful And let me ask you this question, what battle is before you? And you may be in a season where there's no obvious battle. And if you're in that season, praise God and enjoy it. Right. But there are seasons in life where we are. So what is your battle? Is this battle for you with maybe your physical or mental health? Is your battle your marriage? Is it maybe with your children, maybe your mother, (laughs) your past, the uncertainty of your future? Maybe it's with your fears, your doubts, or even your goals or ambitions, your finances, or your self-worth. We are all fighting a battle in some seasons of our life. When you are staring this battle straight in the eyes, what do you feel? So for you right now, you can see what battle your face and you can think about it imagine it what are the feelings that initially come to you do you feel your body fill with adrenaline and does panic flood your heart are you scared intimidated confused do you feel alone or are you staring at it with full confidence knowing that the victory is yours you know if if you're like me most of the time Sometimes the panic is what rushes in quickly, and I'm filled with anxiety, worries, and fears. Strength leaves my body, and I feel weak and defeated even before the battle. But one thing that God is teaching me in this season is don't panic. You know, why do we panic sometimes? Because we imagine a scenario, we imagine our fears, we imagine, you know, the battles before us, and we immediately fear defeat, right? But today, that is exactly what I want to tell you, is don't panic. Why not though? Because God is 100% fighting your battles. He is 100% with you. He is 100% going to give you victory. He is 100% at work in your life. And he is 100% faithful to his promises for you we all doubt we all get scared we all imagine the worst case scenarios but what if this week you decided to think of and truly believe the best case scenarios for your life the life of your family and for your future what if you took time this week to write down the battle before you just be straight up and i'm gonna write out this thing that I'm facing and then you also chose to write down what could be the best possible outcome because we all can tell you right we can all say right now all these are the worst case uh, outcomes the worst case scenarios that I imagine with this battle I'm facing because usually that's all we think about when we see our battle we think about our worst case scenarios but what if you thought about for a moment well what could be the best thing that can come from this What if you began to pray over the best possible outcome, believe it and trust God to do anything and give you victory in this battle. Here are some examples. My marriage is crumbling. We haven't talked or been intimate in a long time. This is so hard. What if the best possible outcome was God is restoring my marriage. It will be healed and whole. We will choose each other for the rest of our lives. I love my spouse and he loves me. We enjoy being together and we are stronger than ever before instead of defeat. Or maybe your battle is with your kids. Maybe this is your battle. My teenager has been lying and making wrong decisions. It's frustrating. And this is coming between our relationships. We haven't even talked, It's everyone is mad in the house, it's not gonna get better. But what if you wrote out and imagined and believed for the best possible outcome? And maybe this is it, as I continue to pray for him or her, be patient, try my best, they will learn, grow, and begin to have a turnaround. They will mature and grow into a successful adult. That is the best possible outcome. Or the last example I share, maybe this is your battle. My mental health is so up and down. Some days I feel like the depression, anxiety is all behind me and others I feel like I can't make it out. I will never feel myself again. But what if you chose to believe the best possible outcome and you told this to yourself, I am taking steps day by day to learn to cope and manage my emotions and thoughts. I am growing stronger. I will feel more joy and peace and happiness. Things are only looking up from here so what is your best possible outcome from the battle ahead of you i know i gave some random examples right but we all are facing battles in different seasons of our life but i really strongly feel like god wants you to know today that you don't have to panic you don't have to freak out by what is before you because he is with you And so today we're going to talk about three points. And the first one, the first one is the battle before you. The second one is if you could only see. And the last one is forever faithful. So let's jump into the battle before you. Don't be intimidated by the battle before you. I know that the giants seem big and scary and your strength seems to be shrinking but you are not fighting alone. The enemy wants you to believe that you are alone, that he has you cornered, that he is stronger, that he will overpower you and he will take you out. He wants to suck every ounce of hope you have left in you. He wants to blind your faith. He wants to harden your heart and he wants to steal your joy. The battles we face can do just that if we let it. But what is the truth here? The truth is we are not alone in this battle. God is with us. The devil is not stronger. God is. And God has already defeated the dumb devil, right? He will not take us out because God has a rescue plan. He does not win because Jesus has already won the victory You will not be defeated because Jesus is fighting for you and with you. God delivers his people. God fights your battles and God always wins. So I know that right now you may feel weary, tired. You might feel like there is no more fight in you. But I'm here to tell you, you can do this. Rise up from the ashes that you found yourself in. Shake off the chains. Stop running away. Strengthen your shaky knees and get back up because you are stronger than you think. The Lord of Heaven's armies is always on your side. It's time to face that battle head on. Look at it in the eyes and tell it, I come in the name of the Lord. Don't panic because God is fighting this battle with you and for you. I'm going to share a couple of verses on this point. And I feel like this, this, uh, verse or short segment of this story about David is powerful. And in first Samuel 17, 45 to 47, it says, David said to the Philistine, the philistine is that guy Goliath that big giant you might have heard in Sunday school as a kid or never heard before you know Um, but David spoke to him David was a small young boy no one really thought much of him and he is the one who was brave enough to go up to this this giant that they were facing and here's why he said to him you come against me with sword and spear and javelin All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves for the battle is the Lord's and he will give all of you into our hands. I mean, that is straight up powerful. This young, small boy out of thousands of other uh, men who were strong, who had armor, who had spear, who had all these things. He went up to this giant and he said, I don't have all this stuff. I don't care if you have a spear whatever you want to kill me. I don't come with that. I come in the name of the Lord. He had so much confidence that all he needed was the Lord of Heaven's armies on his side. And that gave him the confidence, the courage, and made him brave enough to go up to him. And God delivered him into his hands. So let that show you that you don't need what everyone else needs you don't need I, I don't know all you need is Jesus is what I'm saying and if he is on your side he is the one who fights your battles I mean that story is just powerful and he ended up freaking killing Goliath with a stone in his head right here like hello you know and it takes just that simple step of faith in God's power second Corinthians ten three through 6 it says for though we live in the world We do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. On the contrary, they are divine power to demolish strongholds. We we demolish arguments and every pretentious that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ and we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. What is this verse saying and what am I trying to share with you through this verse is that we don't fight like everybody else does. These battles and these spiritual battles, these battles and trials and struggles that we face, we can try everything else, but the Word of God is our weapon. Our faith in God is our weapon. Our worship to God is the true weapon that destroys strongholds, that, that takes our thoughts captive and truly renews our mind to the truth of God. We do not fight as the world does. And 1 John 4, 4 says, But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the Spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. The spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. So whatever battle is before you, you have to know and be confident and believe that the spirit of God is literally within you. The one who raised Jesus from the dead is literally hanging out inside of you, ready to help you fight these battles, you are not in it alone and you will not be defeated. And so let's move on to our second point, And that is if you could only see this one already gives me goosebumps. So just get ready. Okay. It really spoke to me. Um, and so have you ever wondered what is going on behind the scenes, like behind the spiritual scenes? You're praying, you're seeking, you're hoping, you're believing, you're waiting. I put waiting all in caps (laughs) for God to move. And sometimes it feels silent. Sometimes it seems like he's not listening. Sometimes you question if it's even all worth it. But God is saying, yes, it is. If you could only see what is going on behind the scenes. I'm going to share three different examples in the word of God of what is going on behind the scenes in the midst of our battles. In 2 Kings six fifteen through 17, it says, when the servant of the man of God got up early the next morning and went outside, there were troops, horses, and chariots everywhere. Let's take it to reality. When you get up in the morning, the thoughts rush in and the battle is already waged against you. Are you going to do this? Can you accomplish this? Are you going to fail? Are you going to get healed? Are you going to blah, blah, blah? Are you going to be a good mom today? How is it going to be with your marriage? It all comes flooding in, right? And it goes on to say, oh, sir, what will we do now? The young man cried out to Elijah. Don't be afraid, Elijah told him, for there are more on our side than on theirs. So he's saying, like, there's more people on, you know, in our army, on our side than theirs. And then Elijah prayed, oh, Lord, open his eyes and let him see. The Lord opened the young man's eyes. And when he looked up, he saw that the hillside around Elijah was filled with horses and chariots of fire. And so this short story is showing us that we can't see, our spiritual eyes aren't open, but in this moment, God gave him the ability to open his spiritual eyes, and when he looked around, he saw the battle before him, but then when God opened his eyes, he looked and the hillside was covered with chariots and horses, and what does that mean? That the army, the Lord's army was behind him, before him, around him, surrounding him much bigger than the battle and the army that he was facing. But did he see it at first? No, he didn't even know. And so, what I'm sh- telling you right now is, even though you can't see, God's army is around you, surrounding you, and ready to fight this battle. If you could only see it. In Daniel ten twelve through fourteen, it says, "This is the story of Daniel when he's praying and fasting. That's where the twenty-one day uh, fast comes from, if you've heard about it. Um, but here's just a segment, and it says." then he said don't be afraid daniel since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before god your request has been heard in heaven so the first time you prayed about whatever battle you're facing god heard it and it says i have come in i have come in to answer your prayer but for 21 days the spirit prince of the kingdom of persia blocked my way Some demon, some demon people were blocking his way from coming to answer his prayer. And then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me and I left him there with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. Now I am here to explain what will happen to your people in the future for this vision concerns a time yet to come. So if you could only see, sometimes you're like, God, I prayed and you're not answering. I don't hear you. You feel silent. Nothing is happening, but this story is saying is showing you that sometimes when we pray God will hear it and he's on the way to figure it out to make it happen to change things but the devil's mad and His little demon people are coming and stopping the way stopping the breakthrough stopping what's to come But Daniel continued to pray Daniel continued to believe Daniel continued to seek God and breakthrough happened and then 21 days later what needed to happen at that moment happened. The angel spoke to him and gave him the vision of what was yet to come and the future, everything unraveled. And so if only you could see that there is a battle going on. And just because there's a battle does it mean you're not going to get the breakthrough that you're praying for. Last verse I'll share is Ephesians six twelve through 13. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in the dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places therefore put on every piece of god's armor so you'll be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil then after the battle you will be standing firm I mean, straight up, God is saying there's a spiritual battle going on. You better get suited up. Put on the armor of God. He's not saying, you know, um, I'm not going to even get examples, but he's not saying go here, there, do this, read this book over here. It's on Amazon, bestseller. You know, books are great, right? Uh, But he's not saying go listen to this specific podcast. that's going to fix everything. Those are great. But what he's saying, all these other things might help you get through this season, this battle. But at the end of the day, you need to armor up with the spirit of God. Pray. Worship, get in his presence, seek him, because that is what's going to clothe you with his armor. And after the battle, you'll be standing firm. And so behind the scenes, there's a battle waged. It is waged against you, your marriage, your kids, your family, your mind, your purpose, and your life. But don't you see? God is fighting your battles with his army. The biggest, strongest, most capable army anyone could ever comprehend is on your side. He is cutting off heads of demons. (laughs) He is breaking strongholds. He is destroying generational curses. He is making wrong things right. He is bringing justice, restoring health, and healing hearts. You may not see it, and you may not feel it, but that doesn't make it any less true. During these seasons of waiting, fight. How do you fight, though? By seeking the face of God. Worship. Pray, declare, remain steadfast, believe, hope, trust, stay close to Jesus. Call out to him. Cry, yell if you need to. Have you ever had one of those prayers where you're yelling and you sound crazy, but who cares? Get it out. Sit, be quiet before him and know without a shadow of a doubt that he is fighting your battles. Exodus 14, 14 says the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Just be still and know that he is fighting. Our last point is forever faithful. In Lamentations 3, 22 through 23, it says, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. Because of the Lord's great love for you, you will not be consumed by this battle. It says, For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning great is your faithfulness. God is forever faithful. He has been faithful in the past and he is faithful now and he will always be faithful to you. I know that life hasn't always been easy and things haven't always turned out the way that you hoped, but that doesn't mean God isn't good. That doesn't mean he failed you and life will continue to be a series of tragic events. Life's hardships aren't always prevented, but God always has a way of turning it around somehow in some way. I mean, how many of you here have have gone through the unfortunate experience of miscarriages? And now you get to see the faithfulness of God as you hold and love the children that God gave you. Maybe these miscarriages were in the past or maybe it was after the children you now have. And I know that that is a very touchy, sensitive subject. I have had to. And it's a hard thing to go through, but God is faithful forever. You can look at the children you have and know that he has done it before he could do it again. And God has a way of turning it around. How many of you have had to endure a messy divorce now I know we're talking about some deep things that we don't want to talk about but this is life and we've been through it now look at you now seeking God finding hope for your future finding restoration in the presence of God now that is the faithfulness of God how many of you have had a broken and dysfunctional childhood But do you see God's faithfulness now? He has given you a new family with the chance to raise them in a loving Christian home with security and love. God is so faithful to restore that which is broken. And how many of you have found yourself overpowered by addiction before? Maybe you're still fighting it. Maybe you've fought the good fight and come out. Maybe that's something you're facing, but God has been faithful to walk with many of you to sobriety and freedom. You know, that is the power and love of God on display. We are all a work in progress here, and God is working all things together for good in our lives. He can be trusted. Why? Because He is faithful. He will be loyal to you, and He will stick with you through it all because he is faithful. And I'll end with these two verses. Psalms 46:10 says, be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. You know, we've seen this, this verse on coffee cups on shirts. Like it's a beautiful verse. Like just be still girl. Know that he's God. Like, oh, that sounds so pretty. But do you know how hard it is to be still and know that God is God? especially as a woman, especially as a mother, like be still. Like, I don't think I ever sit throughout the day unless it's after we put our kids to sleep. Like it is almost impossible to be still, you know, and then spiritually waiting on God, trusting him when we're used to fixing all problems, when we're used to doing everything. But God is saying, be still and know that I am God. Know that I am faithful and I am loyal to you and I will come through. And the last verse is Deuteronomy 29 through five through six says for 40 years I led you through the wilderness yet your clothes and sandals did not wear out you ate no bread drank no wine or alcoholic drink but he provided for you so that you would know that he is the Lord your God that's not even the prettiest verse to end on but why did I share this because some of us have been in this wilderness in this battle for a long time and it feels just we're just so over it it's frustrating but God is saying, even in that, your clothes did not wear out. You did not completely break down. You did not completely lose it. You are standing here still. Why? Because God's faithfulness, his grace, his mercy, the strength that he gives you on a daily basis and sometimes minute by minute. But that is God's grace. He has provided for you through every season. And that is how you've known that he is the Lord, your God. Because he has gotten you through. And so with all that being said, today we talked about, our title was Don't Panic. So we talked about not panicking before the battle ahead of us. We talked about the battle before us. So what is that battle we're facing? We talked about David, how he was so brave because he, was, he knew not that he had all the, the sharpest you know, swords and this and that. But because simply he trusted that Jesus was with him. We talked about the powerful perspective of if you could only see that so many times we don't see what's going on. We feel like God is silent and not doing anything. But if we only knew that the battle is going on around us, that his army is with us and that he is cutting off the heads of the demons for us. And then we ended by talking about how he is forever faithful. He will be loyal to you and he will stick with you through it all. I hope you enjoyed today's message We'd love to connect with you Follow Revive Moms on Instagram And subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify If Revive Moms has been life-giving to you Then we'd love to connect with you as a church family To learn more about Gravetop Church Visit Gravetop.com Or follow us on social media At Gravetop Church Thanks for listening